RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek News. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Entertainment Earth. Visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainment earth to get awesome Star Trek toys and collectibles and support this show all at the same time. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt and today is Tuesday, February 4th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Picard's Jerry Ryan is to participate in a fashion show for the American Heart Association. Picard's depiction of Mars earns kudos from the Planetary Society, and jewelry maker Rocklove has launched a new Trek collaboration. All that plus this week's Trek trivia, coming up next. February is American Heart Month, and to mark the occasion, Star Trek Picard actor Jerry Ryan is slated to join a group of women participating in an American Heart Association benefit this Wednesday. The iconic Red Dress Collection fashion show is hosted by the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women, its national movement to end heart disease and stroke in women. The American Heart Association says that while most cardiac events can be prevented, heart disease is still the greatest threat to women's health, claiming the lives of one in three women, more than all forms of cancer, combined. The Red Dress Collection Fashion Show will be hosted by TV talk show host Tamron Hall and features scores of visible women, including actors Ryan, Jackie Cruz, and Heather Graham, model Madeline Stewart, pro softball player A.J. Andrews, and the current Miss America, Camille Schreier, among others. Additionally, Grammy Award-winning artists Megan Trainer and Shania Twain will open and close the show, respectively. From the American Heart Association, the Red Dress Collection brings together dozens of stars and pop culture icons who hit the catwalk shining a light on heart disease in women. The beauty of this event truly lies in the message of empowerment they bring to fighting women's number one health threat, heart disease. The event, founded by the Heart Truth Program at the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute of the National Institutes of Health, serves as Go Red for Women's national marquee event, aimed at increasing awareness of heart disease in women and uniting women as a relentless force to end heart disease and stroke globally. While not strictly a fundraising event, you can connect with the American Heart Association by heading to heart.org. And you can watch Jerry Ryan walk in the Red Dress Collection fashion show from the comfort of your own home on Wednesday, February 5th, 2020, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on the Go Red for Women Facebook page. A new article from the Planetary Society says that Star Trek Picard gets the Martian landscape right. And a good thing, too, because it's right there on the screen several times, if not for very long. Emily Lakdawalla, a solar system specialist with the Planetary Society, 
described her experience attending a preview screening of the first three episodes of Picard at the Hollywood Arclight Cinema last month. She said she has opinions on the show, but it's the show's depiction of Mars that's the focus of her article. She said, in particular, all of the first three episodes open with orbital views of Mars, and they were instantly recognizable. Not just as in, hey, I get that this is supposed to be Mars, but hey, I know that place and that place, and there's Chaparelli Crater, which means opportunity landed right there to the left, and oh no, Mars blew up again. That's not a spoiler, by the way. We've seen that in the trailers. Lakdawalla wanted to know more about how the show's artists produced those scenes, so she sat down with VFX supervisor and Emmy nominee Jason Zimmerman to learn more. He explained that the realism you see on screen is from attention to details that you can't see. Ultimately, he said, those fine details that you may not necessarily see probably will be represented somehow in the texture that you would see in a wider shot. He went on to explain that on Star Trek, they try to get the science right because the fans care so much. It's a little daunting, he said, because it's something that people know. We definitely wanted Mars to be recognizable and to be faithful to what it was supposed to look like, based on NASA and everybody else that's got pictures and recreations of it. You can watch Zimmerman's scientifically accurate depiction of Mars get blown up for yourself on Star Trek Picard, now streaming on CBS All Access. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Have you checked out the Star Trek goodies on Entertainment Earth? If you haven't yet, you should. Entertainment Earth is a treasure trove of cool toys and collectibles from all of the big franchises, and they've got the best selection of Star Trek collectibles I've seen pretty much anywhere. What I love the most is the selection of cosplay props and replicas. They have a selection of QMX comm badges, more phasers than you can shake a lerpa at, And they even have some higher-ticket items, like an authentic Horgon, Klingon Mechleth, or for you Picard fans, a necklace with a replica Catan probe from the pivotal TNG episode, The Inner Light. My point is, it's worth you going to have a look. And when you hit the Entertainment Earth site by first going to dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainmentearth, they reward me with a small affiliate incentive so you can work on building your collection of cool Star Trek stuff and help me out at the same time. To find out more, just head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainmentearth. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainmentearth. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Now, speaking of cool Star Trek merchandise... Jewelry outfit Rock Love has recently launched a new Star Trek collaboration, which includes the cool Double Rings Omega necklace worn by Dodge in the series opener of Star Trek Picard. In an interview with StarTrek.com, Rock Love CEO and designer Allison Semino described the collection and gave some insight into its development. The first part of the collection is available now, including a selection of Klingon-inspired pieces and the aforementioned Omega necklace. Semino said, More prop jewelry will be revealed through Season 1, though I don't yet know when each is featured. 
She went on to hint, without giving anything away, keep an eye out for rings. StarTrek.com asked Samina what it was like working with Picard prop master Jeffrey Lombardi on the prop jewelry. Samina explained, Filming is fast, and the props had an extremely tight deadline. Jeffrey and his team had already designed the jewelry, and the renders needed to be made a reality. But in just a week or two... Samino explained further that while she was making the pieces, she had the opportunity to offer ideas, one of which was the unique chain that's featured in the Omega necklace. According to the necklace's description, a futuristic chain of rounded and joined plates, the Omega holds a rigid circle shape and is meant to lay high at the collarbone. The closure is a near-invisible, friction-style tube clasp that enhances the illusion of seamlessness. It also enhances the illusion of futuristic design, which is why it works so well in Star Trek. The premiere batch of the Omega necklace sold out quickly, but pre-orders are expected to start again soon. You can view the necklace for yourself, as well as the Discovery Klingon-inspired pieces that are available now on the Rocklove website. And now, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know... The Season 6 Next Generation episode, Rascals, is the only appearance of actor Hannah Hattay as Molly O'Brien in that series, a role she would become known for later in Deep Space Nine. In Rascals, Molly's mother, Keiko O'Brien, was one of the four adults, along with Captain Picard, Guinan, and Ensign Rowe, who were transformed into children during a transporter malfunction. So now, a trivia question for you. While Rascals was Hannah Hattay's first appearance in Star Trek, it was not Molly O'Brien's. Who played Molly O'Brien before Hannah Hattay did? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. And now you can subscribe to the Roddenberry Podcast Network Master Feed on Apple Podcasts. Just search for the Roddenberry Podcast Network and subscribe today. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Entertainment Earth. Get your Star Trek toys and collectibles today just visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainment earth. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network